You're now listening to the Heroes for Sale podcast, your daily podcast for sports card news and opinions. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about some soccer topics, uh, specifically some Mbappe, some other players that I think uh, could come into the fold, and maybe just the topic of players that are like the second and third tier players in soccer in general. And actually, I mean, they're not even really second and third tier. It's just in the soccer market right now, there's really... I mean, there, I think if you're following soccer, there's people that um, th- there's players that people like, and you'll see you can go to any different person's soccer page, and you'll see people that you've never heard of, and that's kind of just the nature of soccer. And I think what what does happen with soccer sometimes is it's it's almost like if you had never watched basketball ever, and I, I guess it's, it's a little bit tougher because. For the most part, if you're a sports fan in the U.S., all the major sports, you generally know who you generally probably know who the top players are. I mean, baseball is a little bit different because there's so many there's so many players that aren't exactly in the spotlight. But with soccer, you're basically looking at a ton of foreign players. Like, and that that may be daunting to some people. Uh, it may be complex, but I think that's a reason why soccer and I've talked about this in the past sort of is why soccer could eventually one day become maybe a top two or three like I really think basketball overall is probably going to be number one like if I were to rank cards right now like where I think it's probably baseball is still probably number one if I'm going to be completely honest I think there's still a lot of baseball collectors out there so it's probably baseball and then basketball then football and then from there, I mean, I, hockey, I would say, is in there. Uh, it's similar to the sports in general. Like, if you look at basketball, that's the biggest sport right now. So I think that's one reason why it's kind of catching up a little bit to baseball. But I still think, like I said, I still think baseball is number one. Um, and then basketball being number two. But basketball being such a big sport, that's what I think is going to leapfrog that into number one in the next few years. You know, it's also sort of a perception. Like, I, I think I'm going to have to look into probably exact numbers, but I don't think there's, I don't know if there's an exact piece of data that will say that basketball or baseball is more popular. Like, you could say, like, maybe it's eBay listings. Maybe it's um, how many people are talking about basketball over baseball and cards. Maybe it's Panini versus Tops. You know, I, I, I guess it's more or less something that I'll have to look into a little bit, a little bit more specifically, especially because, like, if it's a Panini versus Tops, like, Panini also has football. So, like, football, I'd say, is number three. But that one even is kind of – I'd say that one's – making its way up the ranks a little bit quicker as well. And then hockey, I think, is very niche, which is, like, the sport in general is very niche. Like, the diehards, I I don't, I feel like there are, if you're looking at it, I'd say there's definitely more casual basketball fans than there are casual hockey fans. Uh, But I'd say there's the diehard hockey fans and the diehard basketball fans are probably similar in nature, but the casual aspect of the sport probably is what's, uh, bringing basketball cards and the sport of basketball up a little bit quicker than a sport like hockey. Now with soccer, I would say, 
I mean, it's it does all depend on how you're looking at it. Like, it's a perception thing. Like, uh, I've seen more people that I hadn't seen talking about soccer talk about soccer now. So that's one reason why I think it's quickly kind of becoming more popular. And you look at a, a company like Bleacher Report, uh, they just got some of the rights to the Champions League. Now, I, I, understand, I think the, the shutdowns of the sports is going to change a lot of stuff. But over this summer... Once kind of everything's wrapped up, so I don't know exactly how like teams and leagues are going to be um, continued. Like I don't know if they're going to continue the season. Like the the French league just canceled their season, so that I don't and I don't know if that's going to be in that region. Maybe that's what they have to do. But like so that basically means that PSG is the winner of that league, and you know, there's still some time to play, which I think PSG probably would have been the winner either way if they had played out the season. But that does mean Mbappe is probably played his last game at PSG. And I also think that Neymar may have played his last game at PSG because if you remember last summer and then into January, there was some rumors that Neymar was going to move. Um, but so the, the Mbappe... PSG Neymar conversation. I want to get. I'll, I'll, that's going to be the second topic. So I'm going to get back into that. So the the sports themselves, like I think basketball, even because I also think basketball is a sport that even though it's only in the United States, is a global sport, and that's another reason why I think soccer could become more of a global sports card kind of. Uh, not like. I don't, I don't know exactly the word I'm looking for, but, like, it could become larger because, like, the thing is, like, within each league, like, the Premier League is a little bit different. I think the Premier League has, like, all their teams are pretty good and all their teams have some pretty solid fans. But, like, if you're looking throughout the world, I feel like if you're, maybe if you're a PSG fan, like, you're not just a fan of PSG. With at least, And this is this is my perception, so I could be wrong about this. And if, if there's any soccer super fans out there that maybe want to tweet me on Twitter, it's uh, here's for sale or hit me on Instagram because this is what I think. Like, and I don't, and like I said, I don't know if this is true or not. If you're a fan of, if you're a fan of a premier league team, you're probably only a fan of that team. And you're probably not like a huge fan of any other team throughout the world. Uh, and that, but I feel like other, other leagues, maybe there are fans of, of league fans of teams from other leagues within that league. Like, uh, I, I mean, maybe even if you're a Barcelona fan or a Real Madrid fan, I guess that could be different. And so now that I'm saying it, it, maybe that's not the case, but like, I think people who are not fans of any specific team yet, or they just started following the sport, they're more going to be apt to becoming a fan of multiple different teams from multiple different leagues. Like for me, I think that's definitely the case. I mean, I was a Chelsea fan before I really started following any other team uh, because back in college, I played FIFA and Chelsea was the team that I used. And But now I'm like a Dortmund fan. I like PSG because of Mbappe. Now, it could be a player, a, a player-geared fandom that I see because like if Mbappe goes... Well, so the other thing is like I, there are teams that I don't like. So I don't like Liverpool. And I'm not sure why. Maybe it's because I'm a Chelsea fan, and that's why I don't like Liverpool. Maybe it's because they're just, like, the best team in the world, and they're winning a lot. So maybe that's why I don't like it. I, I'm not 100% sure why I don't like them, but I don't. Oh, or maybe it's because LeBron owns them, or maybe it's because the Red Sox owners are part owners of Liverpool. They're, LeBron and the Red Sox owners are both part 
owners of the team. So that that I mean that could be a reason, I would say. But like if Mbappe goes to Liverpool, I'll still be an Mbappe fan, but I won't become a Liverpool fan. Like with PSG, I followed the team more closely because also Neymar was a player that I was pretty interested in over the summer. Uh, and I was buying a ton of his cards over the summer as well. So, like, PSG just naturally became one of the teams that I was following because it had two players. So, like, if if the sport in the United States globally... No, that's not exactly it. If the sport in the United States becomes more popular and more teams become more popular within the United States, I think what that could do will be people will be fans of certain players rather than teams. And that's sort of what's happened with me with baseball. Like I am a Red Sox fan, but like since I've gotten into cards, I've become much more of a fan of the league as a whole. And it's maybe more of the young rookie players that have made me a fan of the league as a whole. So that could be the case there. But like I look at Team, like and, and it could be even like the the Bundesliga like there's a bunch of players that I like within that league so like that's a league that I'm following like I like uh and I I always mispronounce this guy's name so it's Kai Havzart I think his name is he plays for uh he plays for a team that I can't I can't pronounce I think I just play with them in FIFA actually and so I heard them pronounce the name for the first time the other day but then there's also Dortmund there's also uh the team that Weston McKinney plays for. There's a team that Josh Sargent plays for. There's uh, Alfonso Davies plays for uh, Byron Munich, which is another name that I've always mispronounced, but he plays there. So, like, that league in general is also... And it could be that that league becomes more popular because it's on TV as well. Like, it's on Fox Sports. They have the TV rights for that league. But also a lot of young American players go to that league before they... Or they have gone to that league. Like, um... Like, um, uh, Polisic is another young player. Like, there's a bunch of young Americans in that league right now that could move. I mean, they could stay there maybe, but, we'll, I mean, we'll see. Like like I said, Josh Sargent plays in that league. Weston McKinney plays in that league. And, I mean, I would say from a North, Primer- North American perspective, like Alfonso Davies is another player that I'm pretty interested in who's a Canadian player. He plays for Munich, like I said. But the market in general, like, if I am... I'm rooting for the market to go up, and it, and it may be a selfish thing because I've been buying a ton of soccer cards, so, like, that's why I want the market to go up. But, like, in general, like, I, I don't know. it. There's still, I feel like, room where, and this is kind of, I don't know if I brought up the second point, that there's still tons of opportunity within soccer. Like, there's still players who have fairly inexpensive cards that you can buy that are young that could change teams. And I talked about the 2018 uh, 2018 as one of the most important years for soccer cards because there's a bunch of rookies from that year that are, have a they have a, a unique Futura set, and then they also are in the the uh, Donruss set, so they're in either Optic or Donruss, and they have rookie logos, and then there's also an impeccable set that has the rookie card logo as well. So, like, there's a bunch of players within that set to go for. Now, this is this is my second point here. So, Mbappe, he's been a player that I've looked into since, like, the summer. Like, when I was at the National, I was talking to Tyler, who works for Gary V, and he... I had I had been kind of going into the national thinking about soccer following it a little bit but when I talked to Tyler he was saying that Mbappe is like the guy basically like he's 
Like, I knew about him, but I didn't know to what extent Mbappe was, like, the man. Like, the he's going to be the next coming of, like, Ronaldo, basically. Or, like, the next coming of the, the big guy within that sport. And that's when I started buying over the summer. So, you know, the weird thing that happens sometimes when I'm buying cards is when people ask me, like, who they should be buying in soccer, I say Mbappe, even though it's out of my price range now. Because over the summer, I was buying his PSA 10s for about 40 bucks, and I was buying, I bought two PSA 10 silvers, one for 75 and one for 100 which a PSA 10 just, or PSA 10 silver just sold for, like, $900 the other day. Um, so, I mean, that's a, I mean, that's insane. Like a nine X jump there, which I, I, I mean, I'm holding, like I've said, I've talked about holding soccer for quite some time, probably till the next world cup. I mean, especially now that euros this summer, unfortunately was canceled. The Olympics were canceled or postponed, but then, so now you got the Olympics world cup euros probably all happening right in a row. So that's going to be big for soccer. Now there's still opportunity like within the premier league, within um, I mean, there's players that play for Barcelona that are young that you can still get cards of. There's players for Real Madrid that are young. So y- y- I think there is still a ton of opportunity for collectors to get in on some of the players. I think it- it's going to be very similar to prospecting in baseball. But like with the thing that's interesting with these players that I've talked about is like they these the players that will be moving to bigger teams are like. Within soccer, that's like just kind of what you what they do essentially. Like, I mean, even Mbappe moving from I think he played for Monaco and then he played for PSG and now he's going to be moving on to like a uh, Barcelona or, or Real Madrid or a Liverpool. So, like you see, because I mean, and then Pulisic was another player who went from I mean he play, see the weird thing that happens is like sometimes you'll see these players like so Pulisic for example he went to Germany and played for Dortmund when he was like 15 and then made his debut when he was I think 17 or 18 and then from there then he went to the then he went to the uh Premier League so you look at the opportunity to sp- spot a player and say, well, they're 16, 17, and they're good playing for this one team, and they could move to another team. Like, I get, I guess that is kind of what you're going to want to look for with soccer. Um, and I think now, like I said, now Mbappe is out of my price range, unfortunately, and it may not, he may not necessarily be in maybe a few years from now, like, or or his price range now may not be out of my price range in a few years, but currently it's sort of out of my price range. So, like, it's hard. Like, I try... Whenever people ask me about soccer, I, there's, like, four or five, six-ish guys that I like. Now, it's similar. It's the same with, like, any other sport. Like, there's always going to be guys that people like over other guys. Like, there's um, Rashford, who plays for Man, Man U, who's really good. There's Phil Foden, who plays for uh, Man City, who's really good. Like, there's always going to be guys that people like that maybe you never even heard of. But I think with soccer, it is going to be a little bit more dangerous because, like, with baseball at least, like, these are players playing within the United States. But, like, if you're investing in a player overseas, it may not be in your best interest to just dive headfirst into a player because someone told you to buy them. And I think that's that's advice that I've given in general over the... Oh, I mean, in general, that's good advice. Don't just buy a player because someone told you. Like, make sure you're doing the research and make sure... 
if you if you have certain criteria when you're investing or you're buying that like make sure you're not just make sure you, all the cards you're buying of these soccer players fit into that criteria like don't just jump in because like i said don't just jump in because someone told you to because that can be dangerous because you know i may not be necessarily right on any of the players but like I was, and I, it's not even I was, like, Mbappe was a guy that, like, if you go back to, I mean, let's, let's see, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to the podcast really quick and just see if, like, if I did a soccer episode in the first, first few episodes of this podcast, because it would have been after the national, probably my national recap, uh, I may have talked about soccer. I think I probably talked about culture and sports cards in September. So September 25th was really the first episode where I talked about soccer cards, it looks like, because I put it in the title. So from September until now, I have been trying to learn the market, and more now specifically, like in the last few, like last week or so, I've started to use the filter that I use for basketball cards for soccer cards, where I'm just looking at the market and looking at all these players. Because before what I was doing was I would be... I followed a couple like soccer-related accounts on social media, and then I would go from there and then look for their cards. So now I'm kind of doing it in the reverse order, where I'm trying to maybe see cards that I haven't seen before of players that I don't know, and then I'm going to go and I'm maybe going to cross-reference and try and learn. You know, that is one strategy if you're looking to get into the soccer uh, or I mean any sport in general, like basketball, with um, baseball, you know, whatever. So I think you're going to see. I don't know. I mean, I think, but I heard, I've heard some skeptics talk about soccer may not be the move, but I, th- I think it is, I guess. But I mean, well, like I said, we'll see. There's, I think it is going to be uh, bigger in the United States. I think the fact that cards are, be- and also I think we're seeing more soccer related products too. Like Topps has gone uh, like in on a bunch of different soccer products. Panini has come out with a bunch of different soccer products. That wasn't the, really the case for the last few years. So like, as more soccer products come out, I think then you're going to see more people maybe getting into it because maybe they're either... And it could just be a fact that like people are bored of soccer, or I mean, sorry, they're bored of basketball or they're bored of baseball and they want to try and get a new challenge. I don't know. So, I mean, that's kind of my thoughts on soccer in general. And I guess that's, uh, that's all I really got for this episode. I want to thank my sponsor, Starstock. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, here's for sale. Everybody, thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. What's up, podcast? So before we get into today's episode, I want to talk to you about our newest sponsor, Starstock. Starstock is building a sports card marketplace aimed to be faster and cheaper for flipping sports cards than any other platform, and it's launching next week. This is a ground-level moment, and Starstock is currently looking for people who want to start selling their cards on this new platform. Here's what Starstock is offering. 5% commission, no ingestion fee. You can send your cards, and it makes it easy to list. Cards are guaranteed and secured in a vault. You can also choose to ship your cards back at any time or store them there or push them to the market whenever you feel the time is right. You can buy, flip, and sell your cards on the platform with just a click of a button. If you are interested in getting involved as a seller, you can contact Mike at StarStock.com. StarStock is looking for current rookie cards and prospects. For more information, you can also contact Mike at StarStock.com. Now let's get into the show.